heat, the heat of the moment. Here again, these around the nation on Triple M. Ed Cavalier, I don't think, has ever heard that song before. No, and you told me it was a super group. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I can't remember who was in it. Someone from Foreigner, someone from the Speedway, probably someone from Journey, maybe someone from Sticks in there, Mr. Roboto himself, possibly. It was also used in the film 40 Year Old Virgin. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah, there you go. He was an Asian fan. Yeah, an Asian fan. Welcome to Get This. Around the country on Triple M, and you know, you're talking, okay, they can make fun of the music and all they want. What are their credentials? We are full of musical talent on this show. There's myself, Tony Martin. Here we get this. <laughs> 
Sorry. Sorry, no. Not at all. <laughs> Everything's fine. Don't call in. Just a recording. Mm-hmm. Just trying to wake people up a bit because, uh, you know, we don't often do literary corner here. Readings. Mm. Readings from great literature. Today, I've got... Uh, the May 05 edition of Ralph Magazine. It was, yeah. one. It was a really was great story called Never Coming to a Cinema Near You by Ben McKelvey. Beautiful writing on the set of this film, Meat Pie, that aired then. Here's, uh, don't start the music yet. I just want to run a description of... This is the plot description of the film. Mm-hmm. Ed plays the character of Jono. Poor Jono has an amorous interlude with a mincing machine and accidentally loses his penis. Fortunately, he gets a transplant from a recently deceased porn star. So he has to struggle through the movie with a much larger than normal black man's penis. That's what it says. I'm trying to offend people. This is the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. On paper, it sounds great. <laughs> and I can't wait to see so, so what's happened here is the FHM reporter has swung along to Ralph. 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 Sorry, Ralph. Pardon. Has swung along to the, uh, <laughs> to the shooting mm-hmm. of the production. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe to do pr- some promotion for the film. Yeah. It ended up being a hatchet job. Yeah. Or a meat grinder job, as it would be. <laughs> Now, why is it that you're Jono? You're the only person even mentioned yeah. in the plot description, mm-hmm. not on the poster, no. not listed in the credits at the end of the trailer, no. and nowhere, not even in the background no. of the many, many photos okay. in Ralph now, Magazine. Describe the photographs, and then you'll probably work out why I'm not in them. Well, there's a photograph of Joe Ashton, who was in Big Brother years mm-hmm. ago. Norbs Akimbo. There it is. And then there's like a, bo- a quote in a box from the director. We tried to talk Joe into showing her tits. See? Okay. Right? That's not gonna, that quote's not going to work for me. But I'm out of that photograph. But let's have a reading from this beautiful article by Mem, uh, Ben McKelvey, which will give us just a sense of what it was like to be on the set. Good. Of Meat Pie. It'll take you back here. The Garden May is having another tough day on the set of Meat Pie. Johnny Boxer, Bobo from Pizza. Screaming C's and M's at me because he doesn't think he's positioned prominently enough in the dark routine. Earlier, May spent a good hour trying to pacify another of his stars, Big Brother outcast Aphrodite Vuitton, who was screaming at him and other cast members, calling them nobodies. Actress Gabby Milgate, who hits the classic line, Your terrible Muriel and Muriel's wedding, is wondering what happened to her career. Ditto comedian ostentatious. Wealth by Joe Ashton is getting bored and flirty. And 28 days of wealth truly stuck into the beard. TV Fruger never waited for sure. He's grinning like an idiot. But I guess that's just what he does. Welcome to the set of me five. Possibly the shittiest film in the long, sad litany of shit Australian movies. Three years ago on the set of Meat Pie. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago, in fact, really? No, really. Okay, two and a half. Still no sign of it. No, no. Now, you've got the disc back, haven't you? I've got the disc, yes. Are you going to choose some clips that we can put up on this? <laughs> no. It's not safe for the Triple M server. The whole thing will crash. Absolutely right. We'll have the feds in here if we show any of that on the Triple M website. What happened yesterday, or maybe the day before, Richard Martin sitting at his computer playing clips. <laughs> yes. It was just a montage of clips yeah. of women lifting their shirts up. Yeah, both. Norbs Akimbo. Uh, yeah. It was your yeah, Girls Gone Wild stuff. Yeah, the, the Are They Real edition. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard said, oh, guys, we've got an email. Let's come on, come on everybody, have a look at this. So he put it out over the PA in, in the station. You know, program directors, music directors, come on, come on. There's a little game called Are They Real? Uh, yeah, are we, this is what I'm into. Now, in my defense, I didn't send it to anyone. It was sent to me. Sent to me. And I did send the ladies out of the room. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't want it to be inappropriate, so I was included in the lady. <laughs> and then, Ed Cavalier yeah. watched it twice. Oh, Richard, it's great. Can you send it to my computer? No. And Richard's got all paranoid. That's right. right. Oh, hang on, no, 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 he did. I did ask for him to send it to me. It's good footage. And he's like, no, 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 the text will be onto it. Yeah, I'll get red flags. And the alarm will go off. <laughs> on the last warning. You're sending eight beats to the next computer. Well, you were saying that every email had been monitored here. Well, it was four megabytes big. <laughs> so, I mean, I imagine the Would that create some logjam in the system? Does the Norcorn go off in the IT department? <laughs> be going off all day if that's the case. <laughs> be wearing earmuffs in there. <laughs> 
fact, I think the Log Jam video is possibly the next one I'm being seen. Oh, really? <laughs> I know. All right, that's enough. We are going to have more readings from the set. Oh, really? Yeah, from never coming to a cinema near yeah, you. Great news. In coming weeks on Get This. Mm. But we haven't had any uh, Tim Zura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Zura's ready to go. Look, the Sheffield Shield finished some years ago. Zura is still not happy about it. All right, let's do that next on Get This. <laughs> Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, brought to you by the Nissan Navara. This is like a highly engineered racing car. Yeah, I guess that's sort of accurate. That makes sense. It's more for attacking the workday and then the weekend. We can't think you're fine with those rugged wood looks. Well, Beverly told us that alloy sports bar. Mm. You've got the uh, stylish 16 inch alloy wheels. Yep. Yep. The alloy bull bar. Pretty alloy heavy. Yeah. The old uh, alloy alloy. Yeah, okay. Have you started your alloy alloy collection yet? It's not Friday, guys. Okay. The Georgian Milner version of that ad has just come out. Okay. I cried when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> early. We'll have all jokes must go at this time tomorrow. Yes. But uh, just a couple of uh, crime watches to get to. Uh, this is in California. Thank you. Tim Zederman of Silicon Valley. Hello, Dean. So they show on one of his uh, computers there. Back of you. Look at those dads. Is that thinks for you? Yeah. Yeah, that valley made of silicone. Interesting, that place. Well, this is uh, appropriate, really, because we talked about the box of sand. Yes. Yeah. The man sending German computers out. Yeah. When you get them, box of sand, box of sand. Well, in California, Vacaville police are warning residents about scams after a man was arrested on suspicion of trying to sell a widescreen television that turned out to be an old oven door. Uh, a woman called police uh, reported a man tried to sell her a flat screen TV in the parking lot of a discount store. The man had promised the deal of the century. Oh, really? But, uh. What, you're in a car park? Yeah. Of course, where else? Police unwrapped two shrink wrapped rectangular objects that appeared to be flat screen TVs. Oven doors. <laughs> they also found in his car two boxes purportedly containing laptop computers that instead contained 12 inch floor tiles. <laughs> The discovery of a semi-trailer full of tiny packets of sultanas has ended the uh, Californian flood of fake iPods. Yeah, no, I had to say last bit of nonsense, but watch out for that. The oven door. Flat screen TV could be an oven door. You'd be quite happy with those. Whatever, <laughs> still watch. Still watch. Who knows what mode of air. In the stove. Mm, delicious. Uh, what about the Prime Minister? That roast chicken show's on again. Mm-mm. <laughs> So dramatic. Food <laughs> channel. Uh, Mr. Howard, which flip? Oh, now, has Mr. Howard been uh, entertaining members of the Explosive Brethren? No, let's just wait for the phones to ring. Yep. Oh, no. Are they cool? Oh, no, the Scientology people are trying to get through. Oh, both of them? <laughs> the Explosive Brethren, of course. What they frighten me? What are they on there? What are they injuring? Well, Ruddy calls them a sex. Ooh, sex from Ruddy. They're uh, corrupting family, according to Kevy. Howard's met with them. This suggestion has been some donations. I don't know what that's about, but listen to what Mr. Howard said. I do not deny for a moment I've met representatives of the exclusive brethren, and why not? They're Australian citizens. Oh, that's all you need to be. It's where the Dalai Lama went wrong. <laughs> What's his first problem? Australia, as long as you're Australian, as long as you've got a passport, hey, um, call it the PM, organise yourself a meeting. Don't have to donate 300 grand or nothing. Yeah, right. That's irrelevant. I love to have a meeting. Yes, I bet with Bradley, John Murdoch, Julian Knight, and Ivan Millat, but they are Australian citizens. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Oh, Johnny's like a table tennis, I can find out. Johnny Howard, uh, he's nothing backhand, I heard. If you watch him on order in the house, you get to see colours and shades oh, yeah. of John Howard that you don't normally get to see. Anthony Albanese was uh, talking about uh, nuclear, as he calls them, nuclear reactors the other day. Prime Minister, where will your 25 nuclear reactors go? And why shouldn't the Australian people get a say in whether they go in their local communities or not? Okay, so he said nuclear a few times. Lots of people say nuclear. Yes. I've listened to Howard's reaction. Can I just assure the members of the brain, I am quite certain that the Australian people will have plenty of opportunity to express their views about nuclear power. <laughs> uh, nuclear power, when, um, uh, <laughs> That's the side you don't get to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey? <laughs> you cannot play four square with us at 
you know, he's correcting Albanese. Do you reckon he corrects George Bush when he meets him? We do not want the Iranians to have a nuclear weapon. We can't seem to make a nuclear weapon. We can't how to make a nuclear weapon. He says, how just lets it slide. Okay. What about that last one? What about nuclear? Why don't you try nuclear, Mr. Bush? Okay. I guess is he just says, yes, I'm into nuclear. Oh, well, yeah. Nuclear. Oh, man, sign me up. Look, sports. Sports and literature. They combine themselves in a book you can get for 99 cents at yep. many a salvos. Yep. It's called The Gloves Are Off, Now for the Facts by Tim Azura. Absolutely. Let's have a reading. Climbing Talkback Mountain! 
get up, eh? He had pyjamas on. Hey, hey, no. When I got in this morning. <laughs> what was that song? Just like Paradise, isn't it? No. Beverly Rock. Paradise. Love curdling. We're up there. Hey, let's talk about memorabilia. Just listen to this. The Sopranos. Uh, it's finished now. Yeah. Um, I think six series starting soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I must admit, I've seen a, a sneak preview of the first couple of episodes. Is it this Monday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, 30 in the morning? I think so. It's next time. Okay. All right. Uh, well, it's finished, so they're auctioning off all the props on eBay. You know what people are bidding for the most? Uh, the dancing pole. From the bar to Bing. Really? The actual pole that those women have yeah, yeah. wrapped themselves around. But episode after episode, it's the guy who runs Satin Gold in New Jersey, where the bar to Bing scenes were shot. The poles have been featured in almost every episode. <laughs> just want you to know about that. There they are. So, is someone going to get them? Is he going to flog them? You could just sell any old pole, couldn't you? Just say that was. Yeah, probably. Or well, that, bloke, that yeah. bloke in the car park could just paint a stick. <laughs> sell that. Yeah, have this one. That's been up, somebody. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. Who want that? You've got that in your lounge room. Oh, yeah. That was actually from yeah. the Sopranos. I guess, okay, that's the appeal of a piece of memorabilia yeah, like that. There's other things in that show. Yeah. Wouldn't you want the ice bucket that Tony Soprano has whacked over the barman's head when he's really annoyed? The bar being, or perhaps even the bowling ball bag? Yeah, or maybe just uh, Ralphie's head. Why not? No, somebody has to have it. Why not? I've seen photos of it on the internet. Absolutely. It's okay. happening. We're saying what piece of memorabilia, what thing that you've seen in a movie or a TV show would you like to have at your place? Would you bid for? Mm-hmm. I know one of our most uh, popular films on this show is Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. And did you see Bill Murray overnight was picked up for a suspected drink driving in Sweden, mm-hmm. getting around a little golf cart. Yeah, yeah, I it. Thanks very much. Round of applause for Bill Murray, but maybe that golf cart something you might like. Well, Tone, you brought up Caddyshack, yeah. and I'm glad you have, because uh, the memorabilia I would like would be some of Rodney Dangerfield's amazingly amazingly fluorescent golf oh, outfits. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, no one matches Plaid and Paisley like Dangerfield, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but I've got another idea, Tone. Yeah. We were talking about this in the office, because Richard and I were trying to work out what the song is. Mm-hmm. But one night... Oh, no. Yeah, but you know, the Simpsons episodes. Yeah, well. yeah, right, right. When Dangerfield breaks out in a party. Isn't there a bit of... Well, there's a bit of... Is it Kenny Loggins in that film? Well, Kenny Loggins has the... Uh, oh, oh, right. And then when he's in the yeah, country club, he dances to Booty Wonderland by the film. Yeah, he gets all the uh, wealthy dowagers to party. Totally. But my only thing is going to be done, which we shouted down in the office, is a new one called Where to Get Hit. We play. <laughs> Do you have the clip, Rich? Yeah, got that right here. All right, play the clip. Oh! I should have got two. Right. See, I wonder. I wonder where he got hit. It's not a very long segment, but that's one for the listeners to think about. <laughs> Someone gets cranky, you know, we're in a movie. Yeah, send it in. So the fluorescent clothes that Rodney Dangerfield. Because have you been to that game store? Thanks very much, Rich, for getting us back onto the topic. I like that. Or the golf bag that's got a the, uh, the radio. Yeah, that always plays that one night, all night song. Yeah. Now, are the party started? Any props or items of memorabilia that aren't in Candy Shack that you might like in your house? Something else from another film. You know, of the girls that have gone wild. That'd be nice. It's not a movie. <laughs> gone wild isn't a movie. Going beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> beginning, he's fine. Middle, gone wild. Afterward, boing. It's a three-act structure. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I don't know, maybe you want the oxygen mask from Blue Velvet. Oh, really? Maybe not. Lovely image. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, Tarantino Town. Uh, John Travolta's car in Pulp Fiction. Love that car. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Great car. Even though he smashes it into the car. Yeah. Into the, uh, into the house. Yeah. Or, um, this is very obscure, but in Jackie Brown, yeah. um, there's, yes, there's, there's a, a, a very short two-second shot of some ice cube trays. Yeah. yeah. One of those cool, cool ice cube trays <laughs> with the handle that you pull back. Oh, yeah. And it shatters the ice for you. So every ice cube is unique. You get yeah. it in the shops. No, well, you want the actual one from Jackie Brown. There's also a very brief two-second lovemaking scene. That's a great moment. I wouldn't mind that. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Really ring somewhere near my drinking glass. Oh, wow. Like in the film. Aren't we learning a lot? Yeah, learning a lot. Oh, removing. I mean, it could be anything, really. I don't know, maybe Stephen Seagal's hair from Under Siege 2. <laughs> <laughs> that be available? Is that on his website, along with 
What's that soft drink he's selling? Kick in the face. He's got his own health drink, energy drink that yeah, you can only buy on his website. Kick in the face, is it? I think so. Something like those lines. What do you want, listeners, that you've seen on the telly? That you've seen on the movies. I tried, I searched long and hard at Channel 9 before I was sacked to find the actual Angry Anderson soapbox from the old midday show that Andy would climb onto and Angry would get onto. Not Andy Anderson from the Bob Morrison show. He had no soapbox. Do you have it? Do you have the box? No, I looked through, I couldn't find it. Because you can stand up on there and give us some great opinion. You're immediately right once you stand up on it. It's got Angry written on the side. So people know. I've got the applause sign from Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was given to me. Well, there was two. I got one of them. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't say applause. It says applaud. <laughs> so it's encouraging me to do something rather than saying what something what should happen. Yeah. We used to have one on the late show that just flashed mystified silence. Yeah, I like that They've got to run every week, don't we? <laughs> I call us up with something you've seen on the telly or on the movies that you'd be prepared to bid for on the internet. One triple three five three. <laughs> Pretty Vegas here at Get This on Triple M. That's what I get there. And I've apologised to her. All right, Mr. Prime Minister, we'll get to you. <laughs> but we're talking movie and TV memorabilia. People are paying a fortune for the actual poll from the Bada Bing on The Sopranos. On the internet, who out wants to bid for something else? Hello, Scott. Hello, guys. How are you going? Excellent, mate. What are you after? I'm after the uh, steel boomerang from Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
it's well, it's some sort of um, what actual monkeys? Yeah, the monkey rights people have stepped in and mm. said unless it's something a monkey would actually do in real life, mm. you can't you know make them do it. I would well, say that probably a fair amount of monkeys have been involved with all our boys' careers. Today, <laughs> I think that's probably fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but the days of Lancelot Link secret chimp where you can just dress a monkey in a suit and have him pouring a cup of tea are over. But you can't, you can dress as a monkey and pretend to be a monkey? You can dress as a monkey, you can take the piss out of the monkey. So this is a whole new, obviously this is a whole new career path for young actors. Actually, this is a niche here. I'm going to start an agency. This is great for people that can act as monkeys because you can't use monkeys anymore. And what do you think, kids? Like, so they're small or fully grown people? I guess... You could have the whole gamut children, um, little people. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, and adults for the gorillas. So uh, you could pull back. You could start with your tour. Yeah, start employing yeah. these people. Yes. And yeah, this is a whole niche, right? Here, here we go. I've been waiting somewhere. my whole life to identify the niche that hasn't been filled for my million dollar idea. And I think we've just done Well, you've uh, just been touring New Zealand, you were saying. Uh, yeah, it was a little while ago, yeah. It was, but uh, it, was, it was good. And you've seen, well, it's the favourite show of us in here, and many of our listeners have got onto it on the Crime Investigation Network, uh, Police 107. You saw a bit of that. I saw a bit of it, and it freaked me out. They're, they're, they're quite tough over there. <laughs> they certainly are. Um, there's a lot more, yeah. It wasn't like hanging around Newtown. You know, but what's great is they're tough, but the cops so polite, so they were polite. But it's, you can't take it seriously because they're they're kind of like, let's get out of the car, blow into this. Yeah, that's right. With some uh, concern, I request that you. They sort of you don't know whether they're banging that on because <laughs> the cameras are there. Uh, have you got some of our favourite New Zealand drunks there, Rick? Of course. He's a bastard who get the f*** out of my house. Well, be The reason was, he thought I was traveling on a first woman. Oh, thank God it is, woman. That get you in trouble. Yeah. Who else have you got there, Rick? Some of the classics. Assault! Assault! You touched me, officer. Sorry. He apologises at the end. <laughs> Hold on at the beginning, apologises at the end. What else you got? I love this one. What are you charging me for? You've been arrested for the same language. Yeah. <laughs> the guy figures off on being arrested yeah. for it. Let's go for four. <laughs> Try a couple more on the tab. <laughs> okay, you sorry. Now, when you tour around, how many uh, people are you supporting there? You know? Uh, in uh, my crew and all the garage. Oh, I do. I, I've got a touring band, so there's three of those guys, and then we have a, like a tour manager and a sound guy and a light guy and all that stuff. So yeah, I guess I get you know maybe a maximum ten on the road. Ten, wow. Yeah, we met at university. Yeah, we did back band. in the day. Go way back at Sydney University. And at the time, you were the part of the entourage for other bands. I was. I was working as a production hand at, at um, Manning Bar, which is the venue. So I was essentially a glorified uh, roadie. I was just carrying other people's equipment around. You didn't do any of that work very heavily, did you? No. Well, you did sound for me once, I think. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah sound and lights one day. Oh, yeah. I used to host the steer sports for the lunchtime. Yeah. And uh, Josh was sound and lights guy once, uh, once or twice. How did I do? Brilliantly. When uh, a man did some stuff with a donkey, uh, you had the right orange wash. And I like that. Thank you. It's kind of the first thing that they teach you is donkey orange. Yeah, absolutely right. Day one. So, but I used to see you literally lugging. Yeah, it was like speakers. But man, I mean, I mean, I've had a lot of a lot of crappy jobs. Um, yeah, I mean, that was actually one of the better ones. But yeah, I've done kind of everything: truck driving, builders labouring. You've done builders labouring. Yeah. How long did you last? Uh, a few months, I guess. Like on and off, I was lugging. Did you do it as well? Yeah, I lasted a day. <laughs> uh, I got there and someone handed me a shovel and I said, "Yeah, what would I do with this?" They <laughs> thought, "Yeah, the first day that I turned up to builders labouring, they they wanted me to." Uh, move a ton of sand from a truck to a to a pot. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. the sand moving gun. Yeah, and then and then at the end of the day, I had to move a ton of debris back into the truck. And then I was, oh my god, man, this is like my my valuable valuable hands. What am I doing? Wow, yeah, you guys, surely this is the wind's job to move sand around. <laughs> you guys are so tough. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I guess we've been around. See, I started at the other end of the pool, uh, typography, chopping up tiny. 12-point letters with a razor blade yeah. and then waxing them onto a commercial for the newspapers. <laughs> and you're talking about moving things with a shovel. I remember crawling around on my hands and knees on the floor looking for a single full stop <laughs> which had fallen off an ad. It had to be in the paper in half an hour. How'd you go? I couldn't find it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, I just see what I did. I got a uh, felt pen and just threw it in like dot like did that. that. Kind of led you to think that maybe from now on you could just write the ads out. <laughs> <with> <laughs> the pen. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, right. Forget your letter set. I'll just do them all by hand. 
No, you have to learn to do, you know, the A's like that, you know, the A's like that. Oh, I like that, too. Because that's like proper typographers do it, you know, uh, like an upside down G rather yeah, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. yeah important. Yeah. See, so forget your muscly moving stuff with a shovel. That's where the guy thing out. <laughs> the tough guy. The typo counter. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we talking about here? We're not talking about anything sensible. No. Let's attempt to do that next to get this. Good <laughs> Charlotte with their dance floor anthem here at Get This on Triple M. Josh Pike is coming to your town, assuming you're living in Newcastle or Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane on the Monkey with a Drum Tour. It's happening in late October, early November. He's with us on the show today and... Ed, you're saying, when did you first hear one of Josh's songs? Well, when I was driving one of the Triple M Black Funders, wow. uh, I was cruising around handing out the uh, icy cold cans of Thorpe's water. Uh, <laughs> and I was out, and your song, Middle of the, uh, Middle of the Hill, came yeah. in. And I was like, this is a great song. I didn't realise it was you. And I was, and I was pumping it up, and then, and dancing around, and my boss was from the station, called me up. And I was thinking, like, what are you, what's that? Well, what's that? What's that? I said, oh, it's Triple M, of course, yes. He goes, no, it's not. We're playing Ario Speedwagon. What have you got in the car? <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, but then I saw you that year. You played a big day out. Yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the kind of the year that it all kicked off for me. It's fantastic, and I went and had a look at you, and you were playing like a like a, a pitch kind of thing. Yeah, it was a funny stage. I can't remember what they called, but they, usually where they have the lily pad at the big day out. Oh, oh yes, like crazy. I like freak shows, um, but then this year they made it for like local Sydney artists. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's pretty the same kind of same thing. Fair enough. And you were there, and I rocked up to like, you know, I want to eat local boy make good. Yeah. I was trying to impress girls that I knew. Yeah, hoping you'd wave to me. And uh, I walked in there and I thought, all right, let's check his demographic. So you had a few of the kind of the hot babes happening. Sure. Sort of alternative babes. Yeah. Of, you know, dark hair, excellent work. And then a gentleman up the back, just in the reddest <laughs> pair of speedos yeah. you've ever seen in your life. I remember that guy, yeah. <laughs> He was a big fan as well. He was yelling, Bye, gang! Bye, gang! That's right. So it looked like you were, you, he was your yeah, best mate. mate. Yeah. yeah. And he, 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 uh, I've got his dates here. He's <laughs> 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 playing Newcastle. And, but he, it was the way he was standing, too, because he wasn't standing yeah, around. Right. He was proud. <laughs> he was reclining on a kind of like a, like a, like a banister, I guess you call it, speedos out. Like yeah. that was the furthest point east of his body, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> And I was just sort of looking at people, and half the crowd was watching you, and the other half was just staring at this man, slowly jiggling it. Is that, is that, that guy's actually my alter ego. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like a Chris Haynes sort of... Uh, yeah, every time I'm playing a show, he's off somewhere in the crowd just doing his thing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that he did. You mentioned Ario Speedwagon, and we love a bit of 80 power ballad work on uh, this show. We opened with Asia's season. Yes, we did. Yeah. I hadn't heard that for years. Mm. And it's a bit more stop-start than I remember. You were saying that, Josh. They don't sort of survive in your head the way they actually are, those well, songs. I think you're... I think you're your brain like adapts these old songs with with what your sensibilities are as you sort of mature. So when I think about songs like Foreigners, more than a feeling and stuff, I think of it with a kind of contemporary sound. Yeah, right. Um, you know, a lot less reverb and stuff like that, and maybe some like kind of crunchy snare drum sound. But when you actually listen to it, it's just full on, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, 80s. But that very like uh, that light rock, L I T E rock. So yeah, your, your brain kind of adapted somehow. I don't, I don't know how it works. It's like sticks, Mr. Roboto. It's just not as modern and futuristic <laughs> as I remember. Hey, we had someone call up the song uh, from Caddyshack we were trying to think of was Any Way You Wanted by Journey. No, no, no. no. no are you sure about that? Oh, I don't know. That's the way. No, I don't think that's it. Okay, let's have a route. About <laughs> <what we're doing. laughs> Caddyshack. We tackle the big issues. <laughs> I'm not sure that was it. However, no, I think it's wrong. I think it's power ballad is the glory of love. Oh, yeah. From your Karate Kid 2, is it? I think yeah, it is Karate Kid 2, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And that's been got me banned from a karaoke bar, uh, <laughs> apparently for not taking the song seriously. <laughs> It's, not, it is a very, it's a really romantic song, though. I remember, yeah. I remember as a kid watching that movie and then and that song, and then like you know how you when you go into like kung fu or sabira movies as a kid, you'd come out kind of and you'd feel like you could do those oh, things. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. you took on the power of the film and the character. And I remember like you know fantasies from you know many years after that, like thinking of saving damsels in distress oh, and yeah. having that song over it, just like me running in slow motion and saving people. Well, boom, you were just good at you can't do it in the car. When you're driving around. Hey, I remember, did you uh, do Rage, do the guest programming? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of clips did you ask for? Well, I'm a, I'm a kind of 90s grunge and post-grunge kind of kid, so oh, wow. there was a lot, it was basically a lot of Alice in Chains, Early Faith No More, um, a band called Poor, P-O-R, 
J-A-W, uh, in a song called Jesse, which was Jesse, a yeah. Song. Come play with me, play with me. Is that uh, right? That was it was Jesse, you're a good dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it is, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had Jesse's girl in my head. Yeah, so <laughs> another great track. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of uh, working my. I was trying to sort of do it as like uh, my musical journey through that kind of metal and grunge into sort of the indie stuff like Dinosaur Junior and Pavement and that, and then into um, singer songwriter stuff like Ellie Smith and you know, going back to Nick Drake. And, yeah, it was, it was good. So Richard just you. Uh, <laughs> just the fact that you've mentioned pavement, yeah. he'll be talking about that for days. <laughs> what a dream come true, though, to program Rage. Honestly, it is, it is like for any artist, it is the, the like the pinnacle. And at any point, did you choose them just for the clip? Because I imagine that would be the tough decision whether to choose it for the song or for the visual experience. Um, yeah, well, I, actually, there were some songs that I knew and I liked, but you know, I didn't like them as much as other songs by particular bands, but I'd never seen the clip, so oh, right, okay. yeah, yeah. I wanted to check out. I was, it was kind of like for my own enjoyment as well. So I don't know what the most uh, chosen song is by artists going on Rage, but one that comes up almost every time is The Majesty of Rock by Spinal Tap. Every band seems to want to hear The Majesty of Rock, the pageantry of roll. That's an anthem. Film still for all musicians. Like the more the deeper you get into it, the more you realise how much truth there is to it. Yes, yeah, I mean I know you hear this. Oh, it's like a cliche now, but it's amazing how many bands will come in. You go, oh, do you like Spinal Tap? And they don't like it. They go, no, it's just a little bit too it's too close to home. It's a, it is. A, it's a documentary. It, it is. is. It's, a, it's a true story. Don't <laughs> <laughs> look out for some Stonehenge work. Josh's next year. Hey, this is good that we're talking about this though, because uh, songs you like to sing along to. When no one else is listening, guilty pleasures. Let's talk about them next. It took my fancy. It's on Triple M around the nation. Josh Pike is sitting in with us for this hour, just telling us he's into the poker. You like the WPT on the Foxtel? I love it. It's, uh, I like poker because it's kind of like, it's probably for the same reason that I like zombie films. Is you know they always say play the man you know don't play the card yeah. you know, it's all about this psychological warfare, warfare that's going on and and everyone's like sort of inherent uh, you know personality comes out are you a, you know do you fall do you do you, do you, do you raise pretty well yeah. like you can tell when people are lying thanks to the WPT cam yeah, yeah. Right. and do you go sunnies or any kind of like costumery um, um, sometimes uh, we play we actually play a lot of poker on the road but particularly right. when we're touring the UK we tour in these bands called splitter bands which are always like they have a table in between, you know, two rows of seats, so you can kind of get there for four hours and play poker while somebody drives you. And, um, yeah, so we, you know, we definitely, you know, we've got to, we've got to mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So you bust out the catchphrases, do you say, I'm laying down the twigs and branches. He's on the morphine drip, he's flopped the nuts. And you get all that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do a lot of that. I, I actually sort of undertake the uh, commentating role a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's Jason doing here? He's raised pretty tough. It's an odd move when he's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, around, like, <laughs> and then do you toast the winners with Nicolob and the Bok? Like some pronounceable mystifying beer you've yeah, ever heard of. Have they made a sponsor or something like that? I don't know. It's just before he says, may all your pots be monsters. They toast the winner with Nicolob and the Bok. You can't even say it. Your face to say it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about songs. But now, look, I don't know what's going on with Caddyshack. No. We said it was Journey. People are calling up going, no, it's Boston, more than a feeling. It's not more than a feeling. It's not more than a feeling. Well, take that up with Merv, the truck driver, please. (laughs) (laughs) It was, of course, Kenny Loggins singing I'm All Right in the beginning there. We know that. Frost Kenny's work. (sighs) We're talking about songs that you like to sing along to when no one else is around, when you don't have to think, uh, you know, how's this coming across? Am I still cool? I don't mind singing. Well... We're halfway there. That kind of stuff. Uh, now, do you have any songs like that, Josh? Um, I do. Actually, interestingly enough, um, More Than a Feeling is wow. pretty much my song. Like, I remember when I was about, I was probably 14, I was doing my homework, and I used to, like, uh, tape record. I just used to scan through the radio and, like, tape songs. Yeah. Like yeah. And uh, this killer mixtape, which included More Than a Feeling. Wow. And it was just the fact that he just keeps on getting higher and higher. And higher. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, you think, this, this has to stop. This has to stop. And then the next, he's like, yeah. and when he goes, I say my Mary and I'm walking away. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, that's pretty hard. And then he goes, yeah. <laughs> and then the guitar solo keeps in and he starts singing along with the guitar solo as well. So I'm just like trying to get as high as I go. <laughs> Difficult. Well, Ed, can you top that one? Yeah, my big one at the moment is that Fergie song. It's 
boys don't know. Big no. girls don't cry. Oh, yeah. It's so, uh, so moody. And she's just there in her tartan shirt and some gingham. Oh, that's the one where she's like, she's like jamming with her band. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they go, they go legit. Yeah. It's so, it's so, they just like footage that they got. She didn't even know they were there. I mean, uh, as a musician who you know jams and rehearses, like I can tell you that's real. Really? It's, it's like it's a documentary as much as final stuff is. Do you change costumes three times when you're playing a song? Yeah, like Fergie does. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, are you always sort of giving lingering looks to your sort of girlish bass player? Uh, it's more the drummer. Oh, man. Yeah. What a bombshell. Yeah, that's my big one at the moment, and it's guilty. I'll, I'll wait until it's on the foxtail. Hopefully my, my the dudes in my dude range will have gone out and I'll crank <laughs> it up. Yeah. I'll saunter, Tony. I'll saunter to that one. What, but see, that's coming on all the time. You can wait until it comes on. I like to uh, keep songs alive that you don't hear anymore. Princess Cream. The theme from All Together Now with John English, for example. Oh, yes, it's not on the TV anymore. Pizza pie. That's the one. Used to drive uh, 
like parents and dads as a kid by trying to get the that's annoying. Moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie. It is annoying. So that's it. I annoy the apprentices with that one anyway. Yeah, you too. You too. Back to work. Good work. You too, sir. There's nothing embarrassing about it. Dean Martin, sing along. No, no, no. Just in time. It's a great one in the car. Is it? It's good if you just about have an accident. I think you'll find out. It happened to me. That's Have we got anyone else for the guilty pleasure? And so how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Excellent. Your guilty pleasure? Uh, this is a shocker because it's been going on for about eight years. Oh and it comes from my brother. He constantly sings, Burly man, burly man, living to a fish pen hands. But he doesn't know any more. Well, so he doesn't know any more. That is an old I'm not sure if there's a word anymore, I, I have searched the internet for five years trying to find the complete lyrics to this song That's so you can sing more than one line. That's a very sad admission. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can track them down and uh, maybe put them up on the website for you. That would be brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> she sounds genuinely destroyed. <laughs> I, I am deadly serious. This wasn't just a ploy to get on the radio. I really need these words. We will find them for you, Vanessa. <laughs> a five-year <laughs> search. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, there's been police investigations that have given up before <laughs> five years. <laughs> Fantastic. Hello, Tim. How are you, sir? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Excellent. Your guilty pleasure song. I could do by Black Lake.
I think it was. It be on, I'm sure I said it on. I think it might be on seven. <laughs> so one of them. Okay, great. <laughs> so let's keep on naming numbers. <laughs> Don't you reckon we need more shows like that where bands can go and play music? Oh, oh absolutely. When when I, I tour the UK a lot and they have all those like Bill Collins. Oh, isn't that a great show? It's a great show. It's great show. It's amazing. Such a good show. I'm amazed it hasn't been ripped off here yet. Yeah. I, I don't know why it hasn't. I'm pretty sure they must have tried. But um, I think Will the Wild won't sign on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about time? The ABC used to do a good show. Remember, was it called Studio 22? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, 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 something like that, or 54. I thought you were talking about Room 808, which was the Channel V dance show, which was a brilliant show for a while. Was it just people dancing to music? It like was uh, the old Soul Train or something. And you, and you won prizes, and, I, and you meant to dress up. And one, I think they had a royal thing or something one week, and I was on my way in there dressed as a Prince Albert, a bald head with a big uh, ring through my head. <laughs> And the other person I was going with cancel on me, and I couldn't go. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What a disappointment. <laughs> How would that evening have ended up here, Richard? Like an office party gone wrong? Maybe. Help me with this link. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> yes, Tony. Like an no. office party gone wrong. But, and the reason I'm saying this is we have had a number of people, possibly people involved in this actual incident, call up the station and say, can we replay this moment from show last week? What's going on with that woman from the house? Be careful with the safety. I don't fully understand the story, but as a, <laughs> what I've read, and alleged blanket yeah, for yeah, everyone. Yeah. Let's try your alleged blanket on right now. Oh, that's crazy. And uh, but, uh, gross, so yeah. some sort of uh, sex romp uh, in a bath uh, where someone was having to use the toilet. <laughs> it's sounding great, isn't it? That's right. Someone had to use the toilet while some other action was going on uh-huh. in the corner bath. Okay. Yeah. And so she was embarrassed. Um, there's been a couple of sackings, counter mm-hmm. um, lawsuits, and what have you. However, her photo was in the paper today, as a matter of fact, and you said quite hot. <laughs> good for a sex drum. Because I did assume, actually, when I saw the thing, I was sex drum, I was like, they're not even going to be hot. And when they were, I was like, pretty sweet deal. Okay, so I just like to think, have you ever been in a romp? No, I've never been in a romp, you know? You're Rob Reddy. Hey. <laughs> How do you go from general sort of poison? You know, on the, on the departure lounges, uh, you know, from the handset, they're there at my house. Into, into a romp territory, you know what I mean? <laughs> if someone needs to be going to the toilet to be quiet, so be it. I like to think, when you're on hold at Telstra for oh. hours and hours, that's what's going on. <laughs> they're all in a bath in the corner. I can hear a bath running. <laughs> no, I can. I can hear a bath running. That's <laughs> how I mean, I only thought they said yes at Optics, but apparently not. No change for that. Oh, it will be Friday tomorrow. We're all going to change for a long time.